believe that God's going to speak to some of you today. I believe God has a wonderful word. God is in this place. God has anointed crossover, and I know it, and I feel it, and I claim that in Jesus' name. He loves us so. Anytime you want to come together and just sing songs to him, just lift his name on high. He's there. It's all you have to do. You don't have to beg him. He shows up. And he is here, God Almighty. We thank you so much for who you are. Have your way right now. I just ask your Holy Spirit to take over once again. I just come against the attacks of the enemy right now in the name of Jesus Christ, Satan. You have no power or authority or dominion over this place. I cast you out in the name of Jesus Christ. I rebuke any distractions in the name of Jesus Christ. I rebuke the spirit of timidity in Jesus' name. For God gave me the spirit of power, of love, and of sound mind. Lord God Almighty, have your way. Have your way. Have your way. In Jesus' name I pray. And everybody said? Lord, you are amazing. Welcome to Crossover, guys. I am the new face. So get used to me. Um, here, let me get comfortable. I'm going to get set up over here. I want to come down with you. Who was in morning service today? Okay. How many felt God's love in this place? The spirit of love was so thick and amazing in this place. I did not know that I could feel so much love. Lauren was was just sharing that with me. It was beautiful. It was it was glorious, and, and there's so much more. And we've just gotten started, guys. And I just want to start off right now. I just have a small message, but I know that it, it's here, and God gave it to me. And I just want to let you guys know that, that God loves you no matter what. Jesus Christ died on the cross for you, not because you were perfect, not because you we're going to be a preacher or a pastor, not because you were going to love his children, but because you are you, because he created you. You are his creation, and God loves you so much. Nancy, God loves you. God loves you. You know, so many times we don't even think about our pastors. Pastor Joe, God loves you. No matter what you do, regardless of the ministries, you can do a hundred ministries, but he loves you because of who you are. Our son, God loves you. Joselito, God loves you. No matter how many mistakes we make in our lives, our weaknesses, God still loves us. We are his. We are his creation. We were fearfully and wonderfully made, and he loves us. And he loves me, and I know that he loves us even when we were sinners, when we were back in our ways. He still loves us, and I am a testimony to that because he called me. When I walked into this church, I was a God-hater. I knew there was a God. I denied him. I denied him. There was times where I would think about God and I would say, there is no God. I denied his word. I walked into his place and God said, no, 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 no. You're mine. He said, you're mine. And he displayed his power through that. And God loves us. He loved me even when I said, God, you are not real. He loved me. Rachel and Ricky, God loves you. Individually, he loves you for who you are. He loves your heart. As a couple, he loves you and he's going to use you in mighty ways. He loves each and every one of us, and that is my heart right now, God. His presence is so thick. In in my life right now, I'm just 
I've been really into reading about Heidi Baker, Heidi and Roland Baker. They are awesome, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful people, and I've never met them before. And I just know the love that, that they have for God and the love they have for people. And I just, you can just see that through their fruit. Tisa and Jean, when they were here in January, if you got the chance to meet them, it was amazing. They're, you could just see their love for God. You could feel it in this place. And, and that's what right now I want to talk to you about. I want to talk to you guys about seeking him. See, as I'm reading this book about Heidi and Roland Baker, I come across one of the testimonies that Heidi had. And I shared this with my small group last week, and I want to share it with all of you today. See, Heidi was two weeks before getting married. She had a fiancé. Two weeks before getting married, she's kind of iffy about it. Here's this man. He loves God. He's serving God. He supports Heidi for her, her love for missions. And they're about to get married. There's one thing, though. Her wedding date contradicts with a mission trip they had planned previous to that. Heidi's heart was to go on this mission trip because she loves to evangelize and she loves to share God's word and she loves to be out in the fields getting dirty and just doing it for God. And it contradicts. And her heart wasn't right in what she wanted. Her heart was in Europe where she was supposed to be. So she kept asking God, God, is this the man for me? And she kept hearing yes, no, yes, no. And that she wasn't right. She wasn't, she's not going to give her life over to God when she wasn't 100% sure if this was the man for her. So she's desiring a word. She said, God, give me a word. I need a prophetic word. She ends up meeting someone, and this woman tells her, you know what? That doesn't sound like God's character to me. God would not have you marry this man if you were not 100% sure. If your heart is in Europe to preach his gospel, this is not the man for you. Can you imagine that? So Heidi goes back to the chapel, and she cries out for three hours to God. And God says, will you lay this man down at the altar for me? Will you die to your flesh, to your desire for me? And this man, he's not a man just walking up and down the street. This man loves her. This man loves God. And he supports her, her, her dreams. And she says, yes, God, I will. She laid this man down at the altar. She died to the dreams and she died to the plans that they had together. And she put him down for God for the love that she has for God, for the plans that God has for her. See, God loves us so much. But how much do we love God? What are we willing to give up to show him that? See, loving God is obeying his commands. God is commanding us, each and every one of us, different things. There's so much more than this Bible. Some of you may laugh, but God has commanded me to stop drinking coffee. He has commanded me to lay that down. It's something that was pleasing to my flesh, something that I desired, that was giving me energy, and I didn't need it. What I need is energy from God. God is calling us to lay things down. God is calling me to lay down my flesh right now because I struggle with this, with the fear. I'm laying my life down. Every day, my heart, my heart I, I tell God, God, use me, use me, use me. And the day God tells me, I'm going to use you, I'm like, no. So it's like, <laughs> you know, like you gotta understand when you pray you're not just throwing up words out into the air god is listening to you 
I say, God, use me. God gives me this ministry. He gives me this. He said, I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to speak through you. I'm going to use you. My power, I love this. He says, my power is going to be made perfect in your weaknesses. See, if I was a perfect um, public speaker, if I was, you know, so confident in myself, who's getting the glory here? It wouldn't be God. It would be me. See, God knows what he's doing through me, and he knows what he's going to do through each and every one of you. But you guys have, you know, I know you love God. I know your heart's desire is to come to church and worship him, and you might worship him at home, and that's great. But there's more. Don't get comfortable, because once you get comfortable, something's wrong. God is calling you guys to leave something behind. Something's holding you back. Something's hindering you. What is it? What is God telling you to lay down, Evie? What is he telling you to lay down, Santa? What is it? Joselito, what is it? Mike, what is it? Is there something that's coming before God? And it can be something good. It can be something positive. Is it school? Are you putting school before God? Are you putting work or family, friends before God? Ministry? Are you putting ministry before God? God loves us, but we have to die to our flesh. Let's show him how much we love him. Let's show him with our actions with our actions. It may hurt, you know, to lose a couple hours of sleep every day, but get up and show him he's worth it. It may hurt to leave that relationship you're in, but if you're not called to be in that relationship, leave it. It may hurt to lose some family members. It may hurt. hurt guys it's gonna hurt but God is worth it it hurt God when he died on that cross it hurt God when I denied him it hurt God when I did things knowing that I wasn't supposed to be doing and it hurts him we hurt him every day we can take a little bit of pain for him can't we we can bow down and serve him and say God show me what else See, right now I lay these two things down, and now my, my prayer is, God, what else, God? How can I come closer to you? How can I show you that I love him? And Galatians 2.20, if you can put it up there for me. In Galatians 2.20, it says, I have been crucified with Christ, and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I live in the body... I live by faith in the Son of God who loves me and gave himself for me. See, it's not about us. We don't live anymore. This is not me. This is not the same Griselda that walked in through those doors a year and two months ago. That's not me anymore. This is Christ that is inside of me. Christ is working through me. Christ gives me the patience that I need each and every day. Christ gives me the love for others that I need each and every day. To love the unlovable, Christ gives that to me. This is not me. This is not who I was a year ago. This is the person I was intended to be long before I was born. God is calling you to leave it, leave something down. Is it pride? Selfishness? Anger? Bitterness? All those things can hold you back. He's calling you to forgive. He's calling you to love. He's calling you to deny yourself and pick up your cross. See, when I think of picking up a cross, I've always had this illustration in my head. See if it works. When, when God tells you to pick up your cross, 
This is a big cross, right? You picture it? You need both hands to pick up this cross. But if you're still holding on to, on to things, if you're still holding on to a relationship, if you're still holding on to something, to drugs, to alcohol, to pornography, to lust, to selfish ambitions, you cannot grab hold of that cross you need to pick up. God is calling you to let it go, let it go, let it go, and he will provide the strength for you to pick it up. He will walk right with you. He is working with you. He is working next to you. He is working through you. He is all over you. God is amazing, and he is worthy of it all. He is worthy. So right now, I'm going to ask you the same question I asked my girls yesterday. The same question that God asked Heidi. Are you willing to lay it down at the altar? What is it? What is it that's holding you back from loving God? I'm going to give you guys a minute. Think about it. Anyone in this place, anyone in this place who needs to give their life to God, who has never accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, who has never experienced his love, who has never been taught about Jesus Christ, who has never heard his name, who has never been taught about a relationship with him instead of a religion. If there's anyone in this place, I ask you to meet me at this altar. If there's anyone in this place that needs to rededicate their life to God, if you've fallen in sin, if you've fallen into temptation, I'm going to ask you to meet me at this altar. God Almighty, you are sovereign. You know the hearts of your people. You are the God who searches the minds and the hearts. And you know where your children stand today. I ask that your Holy Spirit may speak to them right now. I pray for conviction even upon my heart, God. What is it that we need to leave behind for you? What is it that's holding us back from coming into your presence, from coming into your glory, God? Why is it a burden, Lord God Almighty, to worship you for hours? Lord, speak to us. Convict our hearts, Lord. I ask, dear God, that you humble us right now. That we may be able to come here, dear God, and know that we are bowing down to you, dear God. That we are repenting unto you and not unto man. right now that God is telling you, you need to leave behind. You need to lay down at this altar right here. Lay it down. Bring it to the cross. 
and leave it at the cross. If God is telling you to bring something to him and he is going to take it from you once and for all, are you struggling with something? He is going to take it from you. These altars are open. See, we need to be hungry and thirsty. I don't need to beg you. You need to hunger and thirst for God. Hunger and thirst to be with him. Bring the cigarettes to the altar. If it's alcohol, bring the alcohol to the altar. If it's fear, bring the fear to God because he will take it from you.